0: What would we do, baby? Without us Shaman.
1: Hello, and welcome to another very special episode of Alex B. Keaton is my friend. I'm your friend, Phil Vecchio, and tonight on this show we'll be talking about the fifth wheel. That's episode 19 of Family Ties. This episode originally aired on the 28th of March 1983. And with me on this episode, I have a very special guest host back with us once again. It is Matt Vecchio. Well, thank you for having me. Now, uh, we uh, did a yard sale today, so I thought while I had you, uh, we would uh, get a little episode in. It's good timing. It's always a good time for family ties. That's right. You know, we had a family yard sale, and then we had family ties. Yes. Um, For those that maybe just are jumping in... You're my brother. I am your brother. You also own a room escape business. Mountain Room Escapes in Big Bear, California. MountainRoomEscapes.com. MountainRoomEscapes.com. And you dabble in other things like board game design, story writing, Mm, magic magic tricks, music, music, you name it. I'm a dabbler. He dabbles. I like to dabble.
0: Sha la la la.
1: So, uh, what do you think about this episode of Family Ties? It's
0: good. Um, there were some amazingly funny moments, and some things that like just touched my heart as a uh, younger sibling. It, it w- was a good. Episode. It was
1: perfect. I, you know, I didn't plan it on purpose, but you are the third sibling in our family. Yeah. Just as Jennifer is in the Keaton family, and we do have younger sisters that are younger than you, but for a while you were that baby. Oh, absolutely. So uh, tell us, tell us your your summary of the story, and uh, of the show, and uh, your thoughts. Oh man, but that means I have to remember everybody's name. Well, do your best. I'll I'll help fill it in. Alex and Valerie.
0: Mallory. Mallory. Oh man. (laughs) Mallory was supposed to be watching Jennifer. Yes. Jennifer, because parents were going out to a political convention. Yay! So... Instead, Mallory ended up getting a hot date to the movies. So she begged Alex to watch Jennifer. And eventually she talked him into it by offering like three days where he didn't have to watch her. And she would instead. I
1: think he upped it to five. Then. He upped
0: it to five. Yeah. Yeah, hard bargainer. And Jennifer is just sitting there the whole time going, Well, what about me? I'm a human too. <laughs> Things like that. You know? <laughs> and they
1: weren't listening. They to weren't her.
0: listening to her. So, Alex ends up having to watch her, but then gets a invitation to a sweet game of poker, and takes Jennifer along. And Jennifer gets frustrated with the whole situation and
1: runs away. Um, you thought when we were watching it, she wanted to play a hand, and we were thinking it was oh, going to be like yeah, she was going to hustle them all. She had a, yeah, and he's like, "Oh, I
0: do have a cool sister who can play poker," but now that's no, they not just where didn't let her play. No, so. Then the rest of the episode was running around trying to
1: find uh, Jennifer while distracting the rents. Well, yeah, I I thought it was funny because, first of all, he left them a note saying, I brought her to a poker game, and they weren't already mad. Like, what? Right. Because he went over to, like, some dude's apartment where, according to Jennifer, they were drinking and playing poker where she was supposed to be home with Mallory. And the parents just, like, came over to and knew where this poker game was right. being held. And were, like, totally fine with that. So Steven and Elise walk in, and they're like, oh, hey, Alex, we're here to get Jennifer. Like, not a, like, why did you bring Jennifer to this poker game where these guys are drinking at some dude's apartment? Um, although they were weirded out by when he said, you want to sit down? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she's like, oh, if I sit down, I'll never want to get up. <laughs>
0: yeah, because it was... You know, dumpy, yeah. dumpy apartment. So, all right, well, go on. Um, so eventually, like, the secret comes out that oh, we lost your child, and they're like, "Quick, everybody, call somebody different." So they all go to call someone, and Jennifer walks in the door at the last minute.
1: Uh, you pointed out because I wasn't looking at that right moment. That a great little bit of physical comedy there. Oh yeah, yeah. Jennifer opens the
0: door, and um, Alex like runs around her to go outside to make the phone call before he realizes that she he just ran past ran Jennifer. Right it was that was it was well played. Well yes. played. And then Jennifer, as it turns out, rode the bus home, made friends with the creepy older bus driver and invited him for dinner. He's a couple, coming over for dinner. Yeah. So We don't know. It could have been a creepy young bus driver. Very true. Or just so, a, just a bus driver. It could have been just a bus driver. Um and then the rest of the episode was, like, all about the feels. And uh, Jennifer expressing her, like, the fact that she doesn't feel like she's even human. Because her older siblings never let her do stuff with her with them. And they ended up getting in trouble. And then um, talking with Jennifer. And they worked it all out. And Jennifer won in the end because she made Alex play Cinderella and try on mom's shoes the end
1: now did you you, you identified with it a little bit
0: well yeah i don't like want to play cinderella well that part but, no but i mean it is funny because like not all of it obviously but as it, as the younger sibling especially like when friends came around um i very much felt like the the fifth wheel in the family, just like, <laughs> the title just the like Jennifer there, yeah. So, I mean, you know, like, I have distinct memories of David's friends coming over and them telling me, you know, you're not big enough to come to the treehouse, which I'm allowed to go into. <laughs> um, but, you know, like being kicked out of that because I'm the not
1: fun younger sibling. Or Now, you know. for me, it wasn't like we're far enough apart that like, by the time you were old enough to care, wasn't like having friends come over and play in that same way. No, different, right? Yeah. I mean,
0: I was like driving. Re- and you were. It was our relationship. Is we were. I wasn't like as close in age to you. Yeah, so right. it felt more like a. Um, I don't know. Almost like you were my uncle or something. Well, I was it like with, the alley fun hanging out, going out to poker games, except that it wasn't poker games, right? So like. While I was getting used to sleeping alone, you'd put on, like, cool rock music while I fell asleep. Uh Like, you know. So, like, I mean,
1: you don't worry. You had plenty of annoying things, and you remind me a lot of Alex. (laughs) But... Well, see, this is the part that, to me, is funny. Because when I watch this, obviously, I think Alex and Mallory deserve to get in trouble. Yeah. But my one thought as far as their parenting, you know, Stephen and Elise... You know, they're, they they are dole out the punishments, and Mallory and Alex are grounded and blah, blah, blah. But for a girl who ran away and took a bus oh, yeah. by herself, she they were pretty deal. lenient on her because she had a sob story. And, it, you know, obviously she had some legitimate points, but that does not mean go run off no. with a stranger and ride a bus and yeah. blah, blah, blah. So, and the
0: speech she made, like, was, like, if it was in real life like, rolling my eyes, like, oh, get a grip, like, <laughs> you know. So
1: even as a younger sibling, though, you didn't have any sympathy for her? I had sympathy for her. um, But no. not enough that you would, like, have justified running away. Yes, and
0: then, like, getting away with it based on her sob story at the end. Right. But, like, you know, I know how it feels to be, like, the sibling that, you know, is, like, not as fun, that that gets to watch other people play video games, or that type of a thing. You know, I've been in that situation. Yeah,
1: yeah. So. Or that, like, when everyone else is playing a game, you don't get to play Clue with us when we're all doing other stuff. Right, right. Or, uh, what was it, All-Star Baseball? All-Star Baseball. Well, I
0: don't even think you've talked about that yet. No, that's why I was bringing okay. it up for you there. Oh, transition, transition, uh-huh. transition. Uh-huh. Um, Yeah, so... Jennifer, like trying to talk Alex into tried to talk Alex into playing board games with her at first, she like pulled out this pile of these really weird skinny, flat things
1: with like colored tape all over them. It almost looks like piles of cardboard that they taped up or something. I don't know. I'm
0: pretty sure someone dropped the ball in the props department. <laughs> They're like, we need some board games, so she like brings them out, and she's like, "Alex, do you want to play?" All-star, All-Star Baseball? All-Star Baseball? And puts <laughs> down this weird striped box. and um, He's like, no. No. Clue? And like puts down this, like,
1: it doesn't it's not even a box. I don't even know what it was. It looked like cardboard yeah, taped together. But see, if she hadn't used, if they hadn't used, like, a specific name that you recognize, like, when she said Clue, we all know what Clue looks like. So immediately right. I'm like, wait, that's not Clue. But if they hadn't said anything, I might not have noticed it. Like if it was just like, do you want to play blah 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 like some made up thing, or you know some board game? Do you know what company makes or made All Star Baseball? I don't know. I mean, I'm not even a hundred percent sure that's
0: a real thing. I don't know. Okay, it sounded real. It prop that would all be. the same company. Maybe. What if they didn't have props made and the prop guy really was like
1: freaking out? Yeah, but they and didn't the, even like, like write clue on it though. It just was like some weird patterns. No, it was weird. Yeah. But I'm telling you, I wouldn't have noticed, because I am not that, like, observant, but because she said Clue, I'm like, wait, that's definitely not Clue. That's not a box. I don't know what that is. But very good episode. It was. Enjoyed it a lot. Another thing that we talked about, like, during the show that I was noticing is... Uh, we got a really good glimpse into Jennifer's room. Like, they did a good chunk of the episode in there. Oh. And yeah. a lot of times you just kind of get quick, you know, glimpses in there. But I really got to kind of study it. First of all, she got a lot of fake plants in her room for a 10-year-old. For like, a 10-year-old, yeah. I don't know if that's like a... Uh, was that
0: a thing that... Well, I mean, the outside sky in the window was
1: neon blue. Like, it was... <laughs> right. Um, and then she also, like, I don't know if you noticed the artwork in her room, but it looked like the artist, like, in a dentist office, yeah. or maybe even, like, a vet, because there was a lot of, like, animal ones, but... And there was, like, a series of wheelbarrows. Not, like, not like a ten-year-old's art. Like, it made me think of something that, like, a a, a pediatrician would have, maybe, except yeah. not as cute. Well, and there was, like, a um model fire truck in the
0: background on one of the
1: tables, yeah. I noticed. Um, well, Jennifer's into, like, sports and a lot of other things, which I felt like there was like it some, didn't look like a bedroom, right? There other than some, the fact
0: There was a bed in there. There was
1: Japanese parasols like hanging on the wall
0: and stuff. Yeah. Well, and then there were like lights behind a lot of them, so that was them like covering up stage lighting. I think probably so. But
1: I know it was just it was funny the art know, choices. Let's put together a ten-year-old kid's yeah. room. What's going? What are we going to put? Kids in Kid's like it? animals right here. put yes. stuff in there. Um. So yeah, that's funny. I mean, I don't know when I I. I know we're boys, but, like, I know, like, Janelle, you know, I've seen pictures of her. Yeah. Room. I've seen, like, home videos of when she was a kid. And she had, like like, toys and posters of, like, I mean, like, unicorns or something, you know? I don't know. Yeah. It's almost like the type of room
0: that, like, an alien who abducted a small child <laughs> right. were put together to, like, try and convince <laughs> right. them that they're still on Earth. Your Earth child, here this, are some
1: dogs. These uh,
0: plants, plants make you feel yes. good. <laughs>
1: plants are from home.
0: Plants are from home. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. Thanks. All right, well, we had some uh, guest stars in this episode here, and... Um, it's some interesting ones. Let's talk about them real quick. First of all, we boyfriend? got boyfriend Jeff. Now, it's his second appearance okay. mm-hmm. as her boyfriend, as Jeff. Um, and it's the second of four appearances. So we'll see him again. Uh, he's played by John Dukakis, and we talked about him quite a bit before because he's related to Michael Dukakis. He ran for president back in the right, 80s. All right, So that guy. Um, he had a very interesting career, but you can go back and listen to that old episode, uh, French Lessons, his first one, where mm-hmm. we can talk more details about that. Um, but yeah, we'll be seeing him again in two more. So they stay together for a little while. We know spoiler alert. Uh, and then we had like the other ones were the four guys that were at the poker game who had various degrees of talking roles. Um, the first one was played by, this is funny. His name is Arnie. The character is Arnie and he was played by a guy, a guy named Moosey Dreyer. Wow. Moosey, M O O S I, Dryer, D R I E R, which I thought was a pretty great name. Uh, he was in like a ton of uh, TV shows as guests and stuff. This is the only time he guested on Family Ties. But his one uh, big recurring role that I found, he was on Kids Incorporated. Whoa. You don't remember Kids Incorporated? I, that yeah. was
0: definitely before my time.
1: Okay. I-D-S-O, looks like we made it. Incorporate. Kids oh. Incorporated. Yeah? Right over there. Oh, man. Well, let's see. Some famous people came out of that show, too. But now I'm going to mess up who it is, so I won't try to remember. Okay. But you've heard of some of the people that came out of it. It was a TV show. I think it was on Nickelodeon or maybe Disney Channel when I was a kid. Something like that. Anyway, hmm. so he had a recurring, a recurring role for like twenty six episodes as Riley. Oh wow Kids Incorporated. It was they did like sketches, they did dance numbers and stuff. Okay. It was you know. Yeah. It was a thing that we watched when like you weren't born yet probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I could tell you like my
0: early memories of T V. Alright, what's
1: what's the oldest stuff you remember watching?
0: Well, I remember being like a very small child and Doug and Rugrats came on in a row. Yeah. Um and oh. at the time on the Disney Channel there was this so very 90s there was this like Music musician that had um, she she always wore like a sundress and a sunflower hair and she did a song on a train with like these kids that were slaves and oh it was my gosh. do the locomotion <laughs> and that 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 was on like on repeat on the channel I
1: remember that it would be like it's like the interstitial things because they didn't yeah. have commercials back then
0: but they just they played that one so many times That's those funny. are my earliest
1: TV memories so. I mean I definitely remember that. Because, yeah. again, that was on, like, all the time. Doug and Rugrats. Doug and Rugrats. I mean, those started when I was in junior high, but then they were going on and on still. So, hmm. you probably weren't allowed to watch Run Stimpy that early on. No, definitely not. <laughs> I got to watch it from when it started, because I was in junior high then. Yeah, but um, I don't remember Kids Incorporated. I guess not. I mean, that was when I was pretty pretty young. You know, okay. so. um, let's see. So, the next guy, um, the character in it was named Neil and uh he was played by a guy named Michael Spound. Um I don't remember which of the guys was which honestly. I am not going to go back and figure it out, but he uh he's in a, you know another guy that was, has been in a lot of guest things. He was in the ring. Huh. Uh like the one with Naomi Watts, the yeah. first American one, um which is like one of my all-time favorite scary movies, so. Mm. Um, He also is in a recurring role. I think he was in like 106 or 7 episodes of a TV series called Hotel, which I have never heard of. Apparently it had James Brolin. It follows like a staff of a hotel. Huh. Um, It was in the 80s, 1987. But I've just, for a show that was on over 101 episodes, I can't believe I've never even heard of it. Yeah, Didn't know it existed. So there you go. And this was his only appearance on Family Ties as Neil. Uh, We had... Um, Bob O'Donnell, who played Chuck. I think he was one that didn't have many roles, or or many lines. And he has three roles, period, on IMDb. This was his first one. He was in Red Heat as Bernie the Newsie. And he was in the movie Dillinger, um, which is a TV movie, um, starring Mark Harmon. And he was Dr. May. And that was in 1991. So he had one role in 83. One role in eighty eight and one role in ninety one. So that's such an interesting like trajectory. How did that? I, I don't know. He must have been like a friend of a friend of somebody. And... Yeah, because it was like five years apart and then another three. I don't know what he's doing now. The dentist. And I mean, there was no Burbank information. Something. Yeah, something. Huh. So I don't know. It'd be interesting if you're out there, um, Bob O'Donnell, or I'll he was story. He was cast. He was uh, listed as Robert O'Donnell for the Family Ties episode. Okay. So if you're out there, write in. Alex B. Keaton is my friend at gmail.com and tell us what's up. And then finally, uh, we had Doug, who I think had the least number of lines. I think he was the guy that kind of had his back to us. Maybe said one thing or something like that. But um, he actually has been in a ton of stuff. Um, A lot of TV shows. Um, he, uh, He was in an episode of Seinfeld. He was the car thief in Seinfeld in the episode uh, "The Smelly Car." Um, this is the only Family Ties episode he's in. But he did a ton of other shows. He also was in a bunch of like action movies. And I got I, when I saw him, I kind of thought I recognized him. Kind of didn't see a lot of him. Okay, but he was in True Lies. He was in Congo, Dante's Peak, Enemy of the State, Enemy of the State, The Scorpion King, Whoa. and a bunch of other stuff too. So he's. I think he's one of those like that guy you know where. You might not ever like really remember, but you kind of recognize him, because I totally yeah. recognized him when I saw him. Um so anyway, look him up. hes that's interesting. What was it? what's his name? Uh Grant Hezlov, H E S L O V. Grant Heslov. And uh he played Doug in this one. So, um yeah.
0: Sha la la la
1: Alright, well, uh let's let's explain some jokes here. We had a few references that Either we or maybe some of our listeners might not have got. Yes. Um, so let's let's. Oh talk yeah. About. There was one thing in specific. There's something that I'm you like, didn't you didn't what, know. Oh, yeah. it was a book. Uh, we'll get to that. Okay. Okay. First up, real quick, the first thing that when they open the th- the show, um, Stephen and Elise are arguing about this senator that they're going to go to a rally for, and um, they're on uh, opposite sides, which usually they really see eye to eye, politics wise. And then they're debating, and then Alex comes in and agrees with his mom. He's like, "You're right." Yeah. And then she like, "Oh man, okay, I guess I'm going because she doesn't want to agree with Alex on it, right?" But his name was Senator Dale Lewis. He's not real, right? But we thought maybe he was. He might have been.
0: My guess was no, because they said like mean stuff about him. Yeah. And that's a dangerous. That's that's a f- dangerous line to be flirting. Whereas like their normal thing is oh, ha, ha, conservative versus liberal. Instead, this was like, oh, he's a
1: jerk or something. Well, yeah, yeah, talking about his speech-making and stuff. Right, right. I don't know. I mean, they do do some digs at, like, presidents, but I guess that's a bigger target, you know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one that you didn't know is she was talking about um, how she felt all, she knew what happened to kids out on the street. She said she'd read Nicholas Nickleby. Okay, and you you clarified that's a, um, oh my gosh. Charles Dickens. Charles Dickens. No. Yeah, and I mean, as if you've read any Charles Dickens, you know that at least most of them have some poor kid living on the street right. or whatever, and this is no different. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what she was talking about. I don't, I honestly, I read Nicholas Nickleby like a long time ago, and I don't. I, I've read, I read all of Oliver Twists. Yeah, I've read Oliver Twists. I've read Great Expectations. i read Tale of Two Cities, and it kind of blends together. I don't remember mm-hmm. which one is which, honestly. So, um, But, you know, poor kids running around the street. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one other one, uh, when they went to the movies, did you know who he was talking about? They went to the movies? Uh, yeah, remember she, uh, Mallory went on the date oh, yeah. with Jeff, okay. and he came home. And she said she liked the movie, and he's like, really? Most people don't get Truffaut on the first try, on their first movie. Oh, I thought...
0: It, I thought... Okay, here, here's what I heard. Okay. I thought that Truffaut was T-R-U-E-F-O-E, which was a movie that came out at the time. <laughs> and okay. it was like some, like, you know, enemy of the state type of movie. Truffaut. And it was like some action-adventure <laughs> thing. But it was in
1: French, and I don't know. So all right, so, so this is why. So Truffaut is a famous French director. Okay, so he took her to a foreign film, and yeah. then he said, "Oh, you got it," even though it was in French. And she's like, "Oh, it was in French. It was in French." Yeah, she was she, obviously uh-huh. not paying attention. But it ties back to the last episode of him because Very, he's her French, French tutor. Yeah, right. So so that's, that's his connection is right. Yeah. So, it's, you don't get that a lot, though. A lot of times in old sitcoms, you don't get that continuity right. very much. But they do have I mean, he's their same boyfriend from like a couple episodes ago, and they got the French tight in there. Mm. Because a lot of that times... That makes a lot more sense. It, I, well, that's what <laughs> I thought. I wasn't sure if you got that or not. Um, but a lot of times in these old episodes, you don't get that. You have... You know, it's just... A, a lot of times, characters will play different... Or actors will play different characters in the same show, because... They expected people to forget in between. So if if you were watching this
0: at the time, like would you have gone, Oh my gosh, like French, he did a French before, for this French now, French, ah connection. Well, I mean, it, it would
1: have been like French connection. no, that's a old movie. Okay. Um it would have been, you know, what, three, four weeks in between something like that. So maybe if you were watching him religiously and mm-hmm. didn't ever miss it, but I mean I just know like when we were kids like we we had shows that we watched regularly and we did watch family ties but you miss some sometimes if you've got a right you know there's a party or uh, you know you're going on vacation or something you can't always see them all so you might miss them and then until they go into reruns you're out of there's no payoff yeah yeah so well, that's- so that's why a lot of times I think they had you know hints of that continuity without you you did not have to know that he was a French tutor to understand this episode. Right. And that's you just the key. had to know that True Foe was not about an enemy of the state. Yes, although that would have been good. There's true lies. Yeah. So maybe, you know. It's like the prequel.
0: Sha la la uh, la
1: did you have a favorite quote?
0: Um oh I did. Of the episode? Well, I'll go with a quote that I thought was good. Okay. Um I really enjoyed during the um the poker game that Jennifer kept going behind people and calling out their hands. No, he's bluffing. He's bluffing, yeah. (laughs) Or he's Um, like, oh,
1: I'll I'll see you and I'll raise you. And she's like, really? really? Yeah. (laughs) So so that was my favorite quote that I can remember. That was pretty funny. Okay. Also, because she knew they weren't going to let her play, so she was going to make it miserable for them if they wouldn't. Um, okay, I had two quotes that I thought were really funny. Okay, the first was when Alex finally fesses up to um, Stephen what, and Annalise. He says, "I took Jennifer to the card game and I lost her." Okay, oh, yeah. Stephen goes, "You lost Jennifer in a card game," <laughs> which I thought was really good. And then um, finally, at the end, when like Alex is grounded and he has to play with Jennifer, and she wants him to play Cinderella, and she's like, "She's like, you know what I want to play?" And he's like, "All oh. Star Baseball, Clue." And she's like, no. I'll go get I'll mommy's g- slippers. Yeah, Alex says, I'll go get mommy's slippers. Yeah. pretty great. I also, okay, I also
0: really enjoyed his quote where he was talking about, um, you know, guys, I know sometimes that I can be a little <laughs> self-centered. Oh, Alex. Yeah,
1: yeah, Alex. When he was doing his confession, his yes. apology. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes I can be a little self-centered. They're going, Oh, oh really? Okay. Did that remind you of anyone? Man, line? I'm
0: glad I got that off my <laughs> chest. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, does that ring a bell or does that uh, hit home for you at all?
0: No, I'm just I'm just saying though, like your alternative reality person would be Alex B. Keaton. Uh-huh. There's
1: some similarities,
0: well, not all of them. I mean, he's very much a like characterization,
1: and you're the real deal. So I mean, not about everything. No, but I'm sure I have some things in common. Yeah. Yeah, no, sometimes you, you, I might be a little hard on you guys. You
0: uh, and and you never lose an argument because yeah. because you always argue correctly, which means that like you have the same infuriating logic as him. This is true. Um, yeah, yeah. It's there's
1: there's there's similarities. <laughs> well, a great example of that in this episode was when he decided he did want to go. You know, he didn't want to stay in with Jennifer. And so Jeff shows up. Oh, yeah, is negotiating. He goes, yeah, he goes, well, it wasn't negotiating. It was using that logic. If you argue right, you're never wrong, right? Right. So Jeff, he goes, Jeff, oh, are you sure you want to take Mallory out tonight? And he's like, yeah, why? And he goes, well, do you uh-huh. really want to be driving in this weather? And yeah. he goes, well, it's really nice out. And he goes, yes, that's when all the people who were afraid of the rain drive. And he goes, oh, oh, you're right, Alex. So, you know. He just took went with it, and whatever he said, mm-hmm. he argues, you know. Well, and then, okay, when he was on the phone with the guys
0: he was going to play poker with, <laughs> he's like, um, okay, I'm like, uh, you know, 60% sure I'm going to come. And and, um, and then Mallory he's and... Like giving her dirty looks. Yeah, he goes, okay, 40%. Um, all right, well, it's looking possible. Okay, I'll talk to you later. I just love, like, because... That's the type of thing that you do when you're like trying to talk me into staying longer, or yeah, you know. So, Sha la la la. all
1: right. Well, what uh, what's the moral of this episode? What'd you learn? The moral of this episode <laughs> is that younger siblings are people too. That
0: was oh. that was the moral of the episode.
1: I thought the moral of the episode was if you do something bad, but you have a good enough sob story, you won't get in trouble.
0: Ah. That's what I learned. Well, I think what they wanted you to learn
1: is that we need to treat our siblings fairly. Yes, I think so too. But, but I do think she got away with a pretty oh, bad did. thing. Yeah. Again, I think Alex and Mallory definitely deserved the punishment they got as well. But yes, she probably no, should have I, just stuck it out and then they tattled were, on them. <laughs> if yes, because if this was a,
0: um, if this was real life, that kid is. Like, oh my gosh, I have everyone wrapped around my finger. All I have to do... Yeah. ...is... Yeah. Run away and
1: then have a good sob story. Yeah. But, you know, she she was legitimately sad and felt bad and all that stuff.
0: Uh Uh-huh. But, yeah. Yeah, and if it was a real story, too, those older siblings, like, would have been nice to her in front of Mom and Dad, but she would have been getting, like... All the kicks when mom and dad are turned around and, <laughs> you know, knocking the stuff over. Even if they
1: were grounded.
0: Uh-huh. uh-huh. It's totally your fault. <laughs> Sha-la-la-la!
1: la right, well, I think that is going to do it for this episode of Alex B. Keaton is My Friend. Thank you for being here again, Matt. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Remind us once again where we can find your internet presence.
0: All right, mountainroomescapes.com. Or Facebook.com slash Mountain Room Escapes. Excellent. And uh, do you still have the website with David? DavidMatt.com? Maybe. If it goes to Dogpile, probably not. Dogpile? Not Dogpile. (laughs) Uh, Who's the web host? Host, uh, dog host? Host 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 baby?
1: What are you talking about?
0: Yeah, not host baby, though. That's not a thing. Yeah, it is. It's through CD baby. Well, not Host Baby, then. The, like, web hosting. I don't,
1: I don't, I don't know. All right. I just know Dogpile was, was like an ancient search engine. Like, search engine, really. Host Daddy. Host Daddy? Yeah. Go Daddy?
0: Go Daddy. Oh, okay. All right. Now back that all up and delete that. Well, I think that's really funny. com or davidmath.com or Facebook.com backslash Mountain Room Escapes. Wait, is Dave and Matt real? Yeah. Oh, you said maybe. It might still be there. Oh.
1: I think he paid for the... All right. ...hosting. Uh, well, you can find us on the internet at com. Also, if you guys have any questions or comments um, or just want to say hey, you can write to us at alexpkeatonismyfriend at com. We also have a Twitter account, um, which I think we're up to... Like, eight tweets now. Wow. Um, It's growing. I'm still learning how to use it, I guess. It's like one of them test. Hey, we've had, like, two people retweet something already. That's awesome. So, and, like, I don't know, some hearts, and then... I I don't know what all the symbols mean on Twitter. It's hard. But if you want to get in touch with us through Twitter, and maybe help me figure out what all the things (laughs) mean, uh, it is Family Ties Pod, at Family Ties Pod. Um, for the Alex P. Keaton is My Friend podcast. And I think that's going to do it. So thank you all for listening. Thank you again, Matt, for being here. Thanks again for having me. And uh, we'll see you next time on a very special episode of Alex P. Keaton is My Friend. What would we do, baby, without
0: without us? What would we do, baby, without us? And there ain't no nothing we can love each other through.
1: And what would we do, baby, without us? love. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at bendvuenetwork.com.